the Lord. We thank God for tonight and it's good to see each one of you. Thank you, sir. And it's also joyful for us to be gathered in the presence of the Lord for the word of God. Amen. Shall we pray? Father in heaven, we cannot thank you enough for the wonderful privilege given to us, your sons and daughters, to come together to your presence and to hear your word. Thank you so much for the word of God that only explained that the gathering of the people is unto you. And thank you for the living word of God by which we live and move. Tonight we pray that as we hear your word, O God, understanding will come to us. Tonight we ask for utterance. And we ask for the word of God that will never fall to the ground, but would enter our hearts and live in us as the living word of God in the name of Jesus. So I ask for utterance. I ask for understanding for all of us. And I pray that, O God, after here, we will walk in your word to honor you and to live for you. We bless and honor you for hearing us in Jesus' name. And everyone said, All right. We thank God for this opportunity that we have to hear the word of God. Tonight is a very simple matter God would want us to have and to consider carefully. We are going to be looking at understanding what you hear. Praise the Lord. It will surprise you to know that many people hear let me first put it this way hear but they don't hear. (laughs) It simply means many people hear but they don't understand. I don't know whether you took a particular notice of the Easter convention and the different things that happened. But you would observe that one of the critical things that the church at the time faced very well had to do with Things that Jesus told them. And they could not keep the record of it. Nor did they understand it. And so some people made mistakes. Some people even blasphemed. All because they did not understand. And if I may tell us, one of the things that every one of us needs to Watch, and if possible, spend a lot of time for your life in the presence of God to be able to get is that 
you may understand God. Amen. Please don't take it for granted. I mean it. If God does not give a man understanding, you don't have any idea what it means. When understanding comes to the believer, miracles are not very difficult to get. Praise the Lord. When understanding comes to the believer, walking aright is not a problem. When understanding comes to the believer, knowing what to do at the right time is not a problem. But when a child of God lacks understanding, he would be charged up emotionally and react emotionally. And it will not help him and it would have defeated the heavens over his head. Praise the Lord. So the subject that we are studying now, it's so critical that I would urge you that even as you are praying or as you are listening, Pray alongside. Hallelujah. It's very, very important. I don't know whether you have observed it for your own life. Sometimes you are pre-programmed before you even read the word of God. I don't know whether it's the best of expression. So you, 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 you would let the word of God will speak something that is not really what you are thinking. And if you are not careful, you will be going some direction which may be contrary to the word of God. Amen. So that's why if we can catch understanding from God. Do you know it took understanding of the Lord Jesus by Paul. When he understood him, his life changed entirely. Understanding brings revelation. Praise the Lord. If we do not understand, we will lack revelation of God. So, understand what you hear is very critical. What we are talking about tonight. And I, as, as we share, I pray that you even be praying along. And you see, what people don't know is that it, we've, let me just be honest with you. Coming to church and hearing, it's not everybody who hears. But for you, may you hear. May you hear, tell you. May you hear. You'll be very surprised. If I want to bring it to the natural. I was doing management course in Holland. And it was one of the things that taught me something fantastic. My instructor, we were just about 20 people or 30 people in the class. And then he said, I'm going to whisper something to the number one seat there. He should pass it on. Pass it, pass it, pass it, and then he will get the same as he spoke at the other end. And he said very simple something. <laughs> By the time he got somewhere, the thing was lost. 
And by the time he landed at where he has to collect the answer, oh, it was a different matter. And I was trying to figure out what exercise he was doing. But then when he finished, then he said that, I wanted you people to understand that people don't hear the thing the same way like everybody. And when I saw Jesus also commenting on it, then I understood that every child of God must be careful to hear. Praise the Lord. I can't begin to tell you things. But may we break through tonight in this direction of hearing. Understand what you hear. In Mark chapter 4, we will quickly have a look at verse number 23 to 25. Sometimes Jesus made these very simple statements and one may think that they are light. The Bible said, If anyone has an ear to hear, let him hear. Ah! Anyone has an ear to hear, let him hear. Then he said to them, Take heed what you hear. With the same measure you use, it will be measured to you. And to you who hear, more will be given. For whosoever has, to him more will be given. But whoever does not have, even what he has will be taken away from him. Amen. Hey! Jesus is saying something serious. So you see what we are talking about. Why would Jesus say simple things like this? Meaning that it is something every child of God ought to master. And be very careful. And brethren, may I inform you. All of our Christianity is hanged on what you have heard. So, if you remember, in the course of the Easter, one of the, I think even on Sunday it was mentioned. He made a statement to them and said, Remember that I said this to you. Hallelujah. So, all of our lives, hearing by the word of God and understanding is very critical. So, when Jesus made a statement that if anyone has an ear, is there anybody here whose ear has been plastered? Hallelujah. Is there anyone who cannot hear my voice through the mic? So, it is not an issue of... You not hearing what I am saying. But the Bible is establishing something critical to say. Hear and understand. Praise the Lord. If I can plead with you. You know, 
I was, when I was speaking to the pastors in the north, this statement popped out of me and I asked a question. I haven't thought about it so deep myself. It was afterwards. I said, how many of us here, in your quiet time, in your quiet moment waiting on the Lord, in prayer or in the study of the word, that what you were studying was so strong to your own self without anybody, that you started repenting, you started crying, you started praying soberly. And I was quite surprised that about 300 and something people, nobody lifted his hands. And it was a wedding. And you know why? Every child of God who spends his time in the presence of God very well and hears from God, this will never, this what I'm talking about, is something that you will enjoy it very well. Because the scriptures will begin to jump up into your heart and as you hear you will begin to react to the scripture. Either by pleading or being motivated to pray, something by the scripture will cause or change your attitude in the presence of the Lord. Amen. And do you know why it is like that? The reason why it's like that is that you hear and you understand. Otherwise, the scripture can become like reading any other story. But it is not like that. You can repent when nobody else is asking you or pointing anything out to you. Because you heard and you understood. So when Jesus said, If anyone has an ear, let him hear. It was a big statement. He created us with two ears. But I don't think that he was trying to refer to the fact that you are not hearing. He was establishing that. How do you hear? Maybe we should go further in the next verse. Early, or he said. Then said to them. All of them. Take heed what you hear. Hallelujah. See, when I started, I told you something that this was just ordinary academic exercise. The man who, I don't know when the thing got lost. The man who was first told exactly three sentences the man spoke. Three words. Forgetting exactly what it was. He said, say exactly what I said to you to this person. You two continue to spread it. And it kept going on. And by the time it landed to the other place, it was completely different from what the man said. And it was at that time he was saying, everybody heard it. He explained the different scenarios. What he says, some people, they heard it and they added their own to it. Some people, they heard it and they changed it in the presentation. Some, you know. Now, this is what Jesus is saying. Then said Jesus, take heed what you hear. 
And then he comes further to say, with the measure you hear. Is somebody listening tonight? With the measure you hear, it will be measured to you. And to you who hear, more will be given. Hallelujah. It's a big case. You know why people don't get healed? It's because they don't hear right. You know why people don't break through? It is because they don't hear. You see what God is saying? He said, with the measure you hear, the same will be measured and given to you. Is somebody getting it? Praise the Lord. By his stripes, healed. Ah. By his stripes, we were healed. If you hear it and you understand it, let me tell you, nothing will take away the healing. Sometimes you hear and another voice will tell you, yes, you will be healed. Maybe. Another voice will try to dilute it. Do you remember when Jesus had been informed that the brother of Mary and Martha was sick and he needed to come and heal the gentleman. You remember the case? I think it's John 11 or so. And the Bible said, Jesus said, I will come. But he stayed until the sickness killed the man. Now when Jesus came, as soon as they heard from the mouth of the town, that Jesus was coming, Martha quickly got up and ran to Jesus and met Jesus on the way and said, Ah, Master, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. Watch the thing carefully. The Master opened his mouth. He who believes, all things are possible. She will leave again. Jesus says something like that. And you notice that the word that Jesus used was that, if you believe, it shall be. Quickly. I pray that what the Lord is teaching us tonight, you will catch it in the name of Jesus. Quickly. Quickly. She didn't take her time. She reacts quickly to say, I know that in the resurrection, she will, he, he will live. Jesus is not talking resurrection. If he was talking resurrection, he would talk resurrection. But the pre-programming of man's mind already made the woman react that way. Oh, are you in the story? Then Mary came where? Is that Mary? I think it's Martha first. Came where Jesus was. 
the, the two sisters, all of them made the same statement. Earlier on, I think I've read it, and I know Martha was also told, and she reacted that way. But it's very interesting to know. Praise the Lord. Oh, I'm glad. The supplies are coming now. Now, the Bible says, then when Mary, okay, let's take the Mary one. That's what they can find so far. But I wanted you to see how the thinking of a person or a man goes. Martha said to him, I know that. Now, let's see what Jesus said first. Let's see what Jesus said first. Yes. Now, Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. Praise the Lord. Okay. Let's continue. But even now, I know that whatever you ask of God, God will give you. Now, I love this statement very much. That was an accurate statement of faith. Praise the Lord. Immediately she could say, listen, I know who you are. You can do something about it. Now, let's go to the next verse. Jesus said, your brother will rise again. Now, see how the message is going so smooth. Conversation. Ah, Lord, I know that you know. If you were here, my brother, would, Jesus said, he will leave again. And I say, oh, I know that anything you ask the Lord, it shall be done. They were all on the same path. Everything was working out smoothly. Now let's go further down. Martha said to him, I know that he will rise again in the... Something is happening now. Something is happening now. The woman is changing the matter of faith. And it happens to all of us. So I pray tonight in the name of Jesus that we will begin to understand these things. Now the woman comes. No, stay there before we come down. The woman comes back and says, I know that he will rise again in the resurrection at the last day. Now here is somebody who has complimented Jesus Christ to say anything you ask the Father will be done. Now the same person is changing her mouth and say, Adiana, I bond that Yes, put it at a resurrection. I want you to understand that when you hear God very well, things will change for you. Praise the Lord. Okay. Continue. We are all learning, eh? I didn't come here with this story. It just dropped and we are all following. Praise the Lord. It's not in my notes. But let's continue. Jesus said to her, Will you read it for me, please? One, two. Ha! Now, Jesus can react. To the statement that she made that I know that at the resurrection and Jesus is saying, the resurrection is me and I am here. Continue. Go, church. Ah, I love this. Now, Jesus was narrowing the matter down to matter to say, I am not talking above your head. I want you to come to a level where you will believe. 
So that this thing that I'm talking about will work out. Because you see, the woman started very well, but as they were getting along, things were changing because she... Let me tell you, what was going on in her head was that a thing has been smelling. And it is finished. So it's not now that for me, I'm going to... I, you know you are the Lord, by all means you'll be at the resurrection and it shall be well. But Jesus counter-reacts quickly. But there is something I want you to take note of. You see how the conversation is going. Martha is not hearing. She is losing what she was hearing. Hallelujah. So the Bible says that whosoever lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? Jesus was trying to bring matter back to herself to say, listen, I am the matter here. And as long as I am here, there is a solution. So when Jesus even directed the matter to her directly, and says, do you believe this? You know what the Lord was saying? Come on, you are doing well. Don't change. You are beginning to lose your hearing. You are losing your hearing. Don't lose your hearing. Don't do it. Do you? It, it, do you notice that the do you is to her? Do you believe this? Let's go further. She said to him, Yes, Lord. I believe that you are the Christ, the Son of God, who is to come into the world. Now he's giving all the credentials. We all do that, eh? But tonight may we hear. Continue, Anne-Marie. You're the one. And when she had said these things, she went her way secretly, called Mary, her sister, saying, The teacher has come and is calling for you. As soon as she heard that, she arose quickly and came to him. I want you to see the scenario, the way how we all operate. Now Jesus had not yet come into town, into the town but was in the place where Martha met him. Then the Jews who were with her in the house and comforting her, when they saw that Mary rose up quickly, they went out, followed her, saying, she is going to the tomb to weep. They too, they have read the interpretation. It's okay, today we can understand. Hallelujah. Then when Mary came where Jesus was and saw him, she fell down at the feet, saying to him, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. Let's follow the conversation. It's beautiful. It will help us. Praise the Lord. Then, therefore, when Jesus saw her weeping and the Jewish who came, and the Jews who came with her weeping, he groaned in the spirit and was troubled. Oh, we have a Savior who is concerned about us. 
You know, sometimes we think that we, he doesn't know the things we go through. He knows everything. And he, he is touched by the same feelings and infirmities that we go through. It is only a matter of we communicating with him on his terms. Praise the Lord. And he said, where have you laid him? They said to him, Lord, come and see. And Jesus wept. This scripture is to let you know that anytime you are facing pain, he is concerned. Oh, I don't know. Anytime you are facing pain, he is in it with you. But we take him out. And think that we are the only ones. And sometimes even in our prayer we are like, do you really care? Tonight may it be settled in your heart. He cares. Praise the Lord. I said praise the Lord. See, that's what the Bible says. And Jesus wept. God weeping, he wept. The Bible said, then... The Jews said, see how he loved him. May unbelievers see that Jesus loves us. Fall into this right now. If you are bedding tonight about something, may it be registered that he cares. The problem is the communication is overlapping. Let it flash up. And accept what the Lord is saying. Hallelujah. The Bible said, and some of them could, could, some of them said, could not this man who opened the eyes of the blind also have kept this man from dying? Now they are saying that, no, hmm, the man he was healing people by heart, if he was only here, he would have done it. Tonight, somebody who is hearing will catch such a breakthrough from the Lord. Somebody will know that there is a Jesus who cares. Hallelujah. You see, the onlookers are beginning to say something that is so real with the believers and we, we don't know. If he were here, this man would have helped the situation. Now they are concluding. It's not the believer talking. It's an unbeliever. Hallelujah. Go ahead, Anne-Marie. Then Jesus said, again groaning in himself, came to the tomb. It was, it was a cave and a stone laid against it. Jesus said, take away the stone. Watch this carefully. Martha, the sister of Mary, who was dead, uh, Martha, the sister of him who was dead, said to him, Lord, by this time it is stench, for he, uh, for it is a stench, for he has been dead for. What happened to the earlier message that he said? Hey, are you here tonight? 
What happened to what Jesus said to the woman? I'm the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, though he were dead, he shall live again. The woman has completely forgotten. Tonight you are going to pray that you will not forget. Tonight you are going to believe God to say, Lord, this is your word. And I have come to that point when I will say, hey, Lord, I don't care how it is. This is what you have said. And I want you to know that when you stand on your ground, he will stand with you. Are you listening tonight? I don't know how the Spirit of the Lord brought this whole matter up. I only read one scripture and it came up. It's not in my notes, but I think God has something for us. You see the reaction of Martha? Are you listening, dear one? You see the reaction of Martha? That's what we all do. When we see the situation is become... Listen, I must admit that we all do that. But praise be to God, we are learning. Hallelujah. See, so when the sister now said, by this time the thing smells, what has happened to her with what she had? What has happened to her? And may I tell you, all the mistakes we are making is because we forget. It's because we don't have understanding of some of the things. That's why I told you that on that day he said, Remember that I said, Ah, if there is a prayer to pray tonight as you are listening to this, begin to tell, tell the Lord, May I not forget. You know, I have looked at that scripture since last week. That statement, Remember that I said that to you. The phrase is, is still, you know, Efemi noko. Something. Amen. I'm trying to find the proper gun word for it. Huh? That one is too advanced. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. But the Bible said the woman had made a statement. And you know, I'm at this particular junction I'm standing now. As I'm watching the two interactions going on between Jesus and Martha. And I'm saying, Lord, this is where we are caught every time. Master, I don't care what you are saying. The reality is that he smells. It's not as if Jesus never told her that I say he who believes will see the miracle. You know, there is too much to pray about. Are you understanding? There's nothing wrong to say, Lord, sometimes there may be some unbelieving something hidden somewhere, uprooted. Lord, may you do something about how we react. Uh, Jesus said to her, Did I, now, did I not say to you that if you would believe, you would see the glory of God? Oh! I love this statement. I say to you, my brother, I say to you, my sister, Say to your neighbor, did he not say it? You know why Jesus made that statement? 
it is where, this is where our problem is. If Jesus said that to her, why has the thing been left behind? It's a big question we need to answer. Does that mean Jesus spoke three? Does that mean Jesus spoke a certain language that sounded like different? No. She understood it. She No, let me put it away. She heard it, but did not understand. She heard it, and did not understand. And that is how we all. But I pray in the mighty name of Jesus. That when we hear. May we understand. Praise the Lord. Brethren if all of us sitting here. Will grab this. That God is graciously pouring into our hearts. We will be better Christians. Hallelujah. Bible said, Jesus said, did I not? What the Lord was simply saying that, why have you derailed? Why have you lost the path upon which you were going? You remember the same thing, hold it a second. You remember the same thing happened. They were in the boat and they lifted their eyes and they saw that there was, there was a wave and then all of a sudden, in the midst of all these waves, there was somebody work, walking on the sea, and there was such a fear. Oh my God, ghost is coming towards us. And Jesus, who never wants anybody to be scared, quickly shouted and said, Oh my friends, it's, my, it's me. There is no ghost. It's your Lord. And they took their breath. And then Brother Peter, once again, he comes and he says, Lord, is that you? If you, you be the man, ask me to come. He said, you want to come? Come. My master says, I'll come. Okay. Then the sea, we, brrr, brrr. the man lost everything. May you not lose anything tonight. Praise the Lord. It's somebody understanding the word of God. Ha! He begins to walk. You know, any time we turn our eyes off Jesus to look at any reality, we find ourselves in problems. Hallelujah. Immediately, the man started sinking. But thanks be to God, he was smart again to call on him. Save me, he said, you'll be saved. Lifted him. And then they ended up in the boat. They ended up at the shore. Praise the Lord. Brethren, I want us to learn some little, little things that undermine our hearing. Understand what you hear. It has been the biggest problem for Christianity. And it is still. And now we have gotten to the point where, especially in the day in which we live, that everything, people have become so intelligent in their mind, everything has become reasonability. May we apply faith strictly by the word of God. Hallelujah. The Bible said, let's switch back to what we were saying. Jesus said, did I not say to you, if you would believe, you would see the glory of God? Did I not say, it's a matter to my heart. 
did I not say? Did I not say? And if Jesus said it, why didn't she hear? She heard it, but did not understand. She heard it, but did not understand. She could not relate it to the now. She could not accept that Jesus was saying that this is the matter. And instead of being excited about, at the time that Jesus said to, to her, you know, he who believes will see the glory of God. She should have just responded and said, praise God, I'm going to see the glory of God, Jesus. And especially when Jesus said, where have you laid him? He said, master, come quickly. You know, remember even the same thing that they were talking about the conversation. He had mentioned that to the disciples earlier on and said that, oh, my brother, our brother is sleeping. Let's go so that I can wake him up. One of them said that, oh, if he's sleeping, he'll wake up. Because as, once you sleep, you wake up. Jesus said, I didn't say he's sleeping. He's dead. Another person said, we, we too, let's go so that we too will die with him. <laughs> Uh, human beings, Lord, may you renew us. Hallelujah. <laughs> we, we, we are complex, oh, but I pray that the word of God will have effect. Hallelujah. Now, this is what makes, the Bible says that, let me just put it in there. The Bible says that the gospel was preached unto them as well as unto us. But the gospel preached did not profit them because they did not mix faith with it. Now, you see what is happening. Jesus is preaching to, to, to Martha and, and Mary and they are completely off. And the thing is a reality. If we want, the feely feely, the man is here. He say that, where have you laid him? Let's go. And now we get near the tomb, and then he said, this is the tomb. He said, hey, this is the tomb. And Jesus said, remove that thing. He said, by this time it's smelling. The program of my, you know, Satan did us a big harm. I will tell you something. When Satan was occupying, are you listening? Anybody who is born again, you are a child of God. When Christ came in, Satan was driven out. But when he was going, how many of us have lived and rented premises rooms before? You rent a room. Okay. And you moved in. How many of us, when you moved into your room, you saw that the place was dirty? You have rented a new house and it was dirty. And some of them, they even have drawn the wall properly. And you didn't like those drawings. Is there anybody here like that? So you have to do a repainting. When Satan, that's how our lives were. Satan is driven out. But the walls were so used to Satan living in the wall. Are you understanding? So there has to be a painting. Unfortunately for us, the new man has come inside. He refused to paint. And now the new man is living inside. 
And so the enemy is, is, is still showing you the same pictures and the new man is still behaving like the same person who used to be. Actually, this is the problem. Don't yield your members as instrument unto unrighteousness. So the reason why majority of us are still not living the life of Christ in a dynamic way, little lies, gossips, misunderstanding, hatred, selling, doing all of this, is because we are born again, but the house, be ye renewed in the spirit of your mind, when you need to paint for it to be in conformity with your spirit. We say, this is the secret why we are not able to live the Christian life. But you are born again, alright. But the danger in it is that if the house is not painted for it to be in conformity, it can create problems on the last day. We will talk about it another time. Praise the Lord. But it's something I needed to drop. So you would find out that. Listen. Because you are born again, situations may rise up. And those paintings will try to say, this is how we used to do it. Do it that way. It is your duty to say, no more. The things I used to do, I do them no more. Hallelujah. Keep that, because it came as the side salad. Let's go. So now the Bible said, Jesus said to her, did I not say to you that if you would believe, you will see the glory of God? Next one. Then they took the stone away. Uh, Then they took away the stone from the place where the dead man was lying. And Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. And now I know that you always hear me. But because of the people who are standing by, I said this. That they may believe that you sent me. Praise the Lord. And then, now when he had said these things, he cried out with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. What kind of God is that? His name is Jesus Christ. His name is Jesus Christ. Whatever he says to you tonight... Is possible. Praise the Lord. Can't we honor him tonight? Let's just honor Jesus. Let's honor him. I love him. His words are through. His words are so through that the only thing we need to do, we need to do is to be in conformity with him. Praise the Lord. And we all know the story. Lazarus came forth. And once again he said, cut the rope off. Jesus, now listen to me. 
probably it will also help. Lazarus has resurrected, but he was still bound. And majority of us have resurrected, but we are still bound by the old clothes. So now you understand the reason why I said we are born again, but we are still tied. Something you have to allow God to, you, you, no, you have to catch that which has bound you off from living the full life of Christ. This is where the problem is. And sometimes we are trying to make concessions to say, we should do that, my friend. It is not godly. The grave clothes must be cut off and released. Listen, if Jesus had not commanded that they do it, and if they hadn't done it, the man would be alive, but there would not be any movement. And the reason why there is no movement in, 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 in our faith and in exercising and doing a lot of things to glorify God is that we have resurrected from the dead, but we are still tied up. May your rope be released. And Jesus is not the one who took the scissors to cut it. He said they should do it. That aspect is our business to do. Hallelujah. Anyway, let's quickly come back to what we are saying. I pray that God will fire your spirit as you hear these things. Because I know that something would happen to you if you agree with God tonight. Hallelujah. So now... And Marie, let's go back to our scripture which brought us here in Mark chapter 4. No, next verse. Would you like to read the scripture for me quickly, please? One, two. So you will notice that Mary, Martha were not hearing. They were hearing, but they were not understanding. The same measure with which you hear shall be measured to you. Jesus was announcing to them that I'm the resurrection and the life. He who believes will see it. But they did, it didn't matter. It didn't matter. It didn't matter to them. And so, brethren, in this faith walk, one of our biggest problems is that we are not hearing well. I plead with you, even now, from tonight, whenever you come to church, hear carefully. Hallelujah. I have been in meetings where people said, Ah, I heard this. It's for me. And immediately they got the miracles. The word of God works. And I keep telling you that there had been misunderstanding. As I study, I'm uncovering it. There had been misunderstanding about unction that break the yoke and living by faith to get things done. Everybody has now focused on unction, unction. And that's why everybody else is running to a prophet to pray because they have unction. But the common way by which God wants to heal his children, the commonest way which God wants to do everything, everything that concerns you is for you to hear from his word and believe what he has said. It's the commonest way. Hallelujah. 
And so now I hear Jesus say that, are you hearing the measure with which you hear will bring you the results? The measure with which you hear. That's why you see that people can sit in church, somebody can get a breakthrough, another person will not even know how it happened because the person heard right. I pray that you will hear right from now on in the name of Jesus. I pray that you will understand. Listen, God is nearer you. You see, you remember that woman also, the same thing happened to that woman, that woman, that woman, that woman said, she said in her heart, and I saw this vividly at our last crusade. People who were coming, they said that, ah, I know that if I got here, I will be healed. And they got their healing. I know it. So they declared it before they came. So Jesus saying to us, It will be measured to you, and to you who hear, more will be given. May I just show you a little something in this matter. Apparently, when a person hears and understands it, it opens the door to advancement. Praise the Lord. So he said that once you hear, more will come. If you hear, you don't understand. Even the little one that you have will be taken away from you. And we saw that. When people, when people lose sight on what they hear, the next thing is that they are losing everything. Things are going to get worse. And may it not be so with you. In Jesus' name. Let's quickly go to John chapter 5. Verse 24 and 25. Thank you, Lord. John 5, 24 and 25. John 5. Most assuredly, I say to you, he who hears my word and believes in him whom, uh, and believes in him who sent me has everlasting life. And shall come in, and shall not come into judgment, but has passed from death into life. Most assuredly, I say to you, the hour is coming, and now is, when the dead will hear the voice of the Son of God, and those who hear will paralabaya. You know what that scripture means. Your hearing aright will make the difference. Praise the Lord. Your hearing and understanding will make the difference. So Jesus was establishing that. Hearing is so important, brethren. Hearing is so important. Now we have relinquished our right of hearing to prophetic unctions. And that's why we are not seeing the things we ought to see as things. That's why it's as if God is not there. If only we would hear right according to the word of the Lord, brethren, we would see the glory of God. 
I pray that from now on you will hear. You know, I started with a statement that I made at the north when I was preaching. And I tell you something. You know, let me tell you. A true saint who has interaction with Jesus. This is what will happen with you. To you. You will fall under conviction by yourself when nobody is there. When I read scripture, it hits me as much as I'm sitting down and somebody is talking. I do repentance all by myself. You know why? Because it jumps out of the scripture and it begins to show me exactly what I have done wrong. It is because I'm hearing. And it is because by his grace I'm understanding. But today you will see the majority of Christian people, there is no private time of, con- of repentance. Why? Because nothing happens to them. I pray that you will begin to have time with the Lord. Please do it. It will help you. The best way to live is to Begin to have God talk to you. You didn't do right. Son, you didn't do right. You don't have to hear this anywhere. He speaks. May you hear it when he speaks. He speaks. I don't know how many of us have said something and instantly there was such a whip. Did you have to say that? And then, yeah, 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 Lord, yeah, yeah. And you start repenting. This kind of relationship is what God wants us to have. Hallelujah. Everybody's ear should be made softer so that when he hears, he would understand. You see what Jesus is saying? I say to you, the hour is coming and now is when the dead will. What God is saying is that no matter how you are dead, as long as you can hear, the dead will rise. And he is not saying die, please. He is saying that whatever situation you find yourself in, once you can hear his voice, there can be a change. Praise the Lord. No matter. Listen. Everything else can jam you up. In the midst of life. And it's so clear that there is no movement. You can't go to the left. You can't go to the right. You can't go forward. You can't retreat. You are jammed up and it is tough. But he says that as long as you can hear the voice. That thing will not kill you. You will leap up. Praise the Lord. So, brethren, may I say to you, if there is anything we need to do now, plead with God that we may hear and understand. When we understand, you know how understanding goes. When you understand, you know I have a purse here. Hello? Do I need for somebody to tell me that the person is not there? If I'm putting my hand there, I know I'm pulling out. I know I'm pulling out my purse. If somebody said that uh, you don't have money because you, you don't have money, I would just say you're talking rubbish. I won't pay attention to you because I know it's there. That's how God wants us to treat him. Praise the Lord. So when I hear Jesus say, 
if only even the dead one will hear his voice, he shall live. The next, is that the 25? Let's go to 30 and see even how Jesus himself made judgments. Would you like to read it for me, please? One, two. This, these scriptures are doing serious things in my life. They are doing, I mean, <laughs> brethren, you don't have any idea. This matter, this one. Jesus said, now, can I ask you a question? Is it true that Jesus could do nothing? Let's ask questions. When Jesus was on the earth, is it true that he couldn't do anything? Please talk to me. Now you are saying yes according to. I'm saying from you. He said to the people. What do people say I am? Then they said the people's thing. He said what about you? What do you say? Is it true that Jesus couldn't do nothing? (laughs) Praise the Lord. The truth is that he could do it. But Jesus had learned the secret. The Bible says that. I do those things that please the Father. Therefore, the Father has not left me. What happened is that Jesus learned to say, I came here and I don't want to know nothing. I will do nothing except what the Father tells me to do. He decided that I want to hear and do accordingly. And with that, I won't make a mistake. So what we are learning tonight is that you better start behaving like him. Jesus was never instigated to do anything. Do you, do you notice that when the brother was sick, they sent for him a long time? If I was there... I'm coming. I will drop everything and come. But the timings of Jesus. In fact, thank you Lord. There was a feast. This same, it had to do with this same John 11. That they were trying to say, Master, the Jews had tried to kill you. And you say Lazarus is dead, so you are going again. You know what Jesus said? It's only a matter of how you know when to walk. That means that it's a matter of when the father tells you that So brethren, these things that we don't do, this is why we are like that. Our lives are too far. Tonight I pray that you will begin to hear in the name of Jesus. When we learn to walk this way, let me tell you one thing. Days, days are coming when you will walk with the Lord and things will happen and you are about saying something you will hear from inside. Say nothing. And the Father is with you. So when Jesus said, I can of myself, and actually that is our biggest challenge, to say, ha, ah, Lord, I want to be like you. If you don't give me the permission to do this, I won't do it. 
So when things are happening around you, instead of reacting, you simply say, Lord, how do we do this one now? And he says, eh, when I'm ready, I will tell you. Can I tell you something? When you are hyper, you can't wait to. You can't. And every one of us is hyper in this sense. But may this revelation come to us in the name of Jesus. Are you listening, brethren? I can be chatting with you like this for some time, but I will be finishing too. Because we can't finish, I know. The Bible says that I can of myself. When Jesus begins to speak like this, I'm asking myself so many questions. Is it true, Lord? Is it true, Lord, that you can of yourself? No. He was trying to say that in this faith walk, if you want to do it properly, you have to now, the Holy Ghost and yourself will have to agree. Can of myself do nothing. And the people were instigating him. I was talking about the feast. You want to go there? They want to kill you? Jesus said, Are there not 12 hours in the day? If a man knows how to walk right, that statement is a big statement. What he is trying to say is that if you allow, the Bible says that as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. If you allow yourself to be led by the Spirit of God, you will not walk into being captured to be killed, but you will walk at the right time. Something will hit you. Everybody else will think that it's the right time for you to go, but the Spirit of God would have said to you, it's not right, and you will say, it's okay, it's okay. You, I will come. And then just when everybody else thinks, ah, oh, forget about him, then the Spirit of God says, get up and now you go. And then you will go. These are some of the things we need to think about seriously in the day in which we live than the, than the other things that we are thinking about. How to be led by the Spirit of God. When we are led, we won't make mistakes. When we are led, we won't do the things we do. Praise the Lord. I pray tonight... That when you stand to pray, you have a reason to talk to God. Jesus said, thank you very much for bringing the scripture. But quickly, let's go back to my thing. I haven't finished and then we will just quickly do it. I cannot myself do nothing as, as I hear. Now, what I wanted to bring out is that little statement there, as I hear. Can we all say, as I hear? One more time. Another time. As I hear, I judged. And my judgment is righteous. It, 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 it is doing something to me. You see, that is why he never, mama, that's why he never made a mistake. That's why Jesus never made a mistake. How can a human being be in this flesh and never make a mistake? How can it be? And then he told the people, he said, which of you will accuse me of sin? Ha! Which of you will point out that the other day you said this, you did this. Which of you can be great to stand and challenge me? Because he said, Father, can we do this? And the father will say, let's wait. Hey, I pray God will help my life. I pray God will help your life. No, 
when Bible begins to talk about such things as we have this treasure in an earthen vessel, we haven't understood that scripture. We have this treasure in an earthen vessel. Yeah, you clay, but the treasure, if we will allow the treasure to lead us, Bokotorobo, it shall be fantabulous. Jesus said, My judgment is righteous. I pray that I will get there. Ka. That at the, you say the things at the right time, you judge at the right time, you speak at the right time, you, 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 you know, I, I, I'm looking for a certain life, oh. Brothers, I'm looking for a certain life. A certain life star that pleases God. When I saw my master say, I do those things that please him, is it somewhere 29? 29, something 29. Is it the 529 or 1229? It's in John, I know. Look for it. Hallelujah. He says, I do those things that please him. Or John 8. Somewhere, but I do those things when you find it. But anyway, the Bible says, I can of myself do nothing. Ha. Huh. Ha. Huh. You found it. Can we read the scripture? One, two. One more time. And he who sent me is with me. The Father has not left me alone. For I always do those things that please Him. A child of God, if you will do the things that please God, His presence will never elude you. His presence will never leave you. These are things we need to focus on, brethren. Let's focus on Jesus and our intimate walk with Him than anything else. It will help us. Otherwise, we will find substitute and that will not help us. Jesus said, my father backs me 100%. The reason is because the, the father is interested in the son who wants to do things that please the father. So you and I, let's begin to look into how we can please God in everything. And you can be sure that there is going to be an aroma of His presence around us. Because we are always seeking to do what pleases Him. Hallelujah. Today people don't love purity of such words. We think we can find solution. I refuse for my life to be corrupted. I will seek to know Jesus. I will seek to plead with Him that Lord show me what to do. And I would, when I avail myself, the soldiers can come. They say they want Jesus. He said, here I am, capture, capture me, and they will fall down. And you still say, capture me, because it has to be so. I don't know what these, these scriptures in John, they are too serious. I look at them and I'm fired up and I'm, I'm, I'm I am, I am, I am, I am, I am, Jesus. I just, I, he said the father 
I do those things that please the Father. Would you sit down and meditate? How do you want to please God? Seek to do anything that will please the Father. And His presence will never leave you. Sometimes you will cry. We want the presence of God. Now we want it. The Father said, these people, they want my presence. And the presence will come. You won't say amen. You are not preaching. Hallelujah. Let me give you the cake on the matter and then we will close. I love the word of God. Thank you, Lord. I want to give a few minutes for us to pray. Maybe you may have already started in your spirit. Maybe something is helping you out. I'll just read one scripture. I haven't finished. But this is necessary. Matthew chapter 13 verse 19. And then we'll stand to pray. It's one of the most critical prayers. Because I wanted to tell you something that after this, I wanted to tell you something very important. I shared a bit of it at impartation service. I wanted to show you that Jesus can talk to the church and still will come out with one answer. He who has an ear, let him hear. The day the Spirit of the Lord brought that scripture to me, there are about six from uh, Revelations chapter Chapter, chapter 2 to 3. There are about 6 or seven, and 7 statements of that. Every one of them he said, He who has an ear. And he was talking to the church. But then he came down in the conclusion and said, He who has the, the ear, let him hear. How could he be talking to the church and then he narrows it down to one person? He who has the ear, let him hear what the Spirit says. That means that you can be in the church, but God will talk to the church and one person here. And I pray you should be the particular person to hear. This matter. Would you read it for me please? One, two. Shall we start? One, two. When anyone hears the word of the kingdom. And does not understand it. Then the wicked one comes and snatches away what was sown in his heart. This is he who received the word by the way, sir. Ha! Tonight there is a reason to pray that, Lord, when your word comes, it cannot pass, it cannot be stolen. I pray for understanding. Praise the Lord. Can I say something before we pray? You know, you will never understand why Paul, several times, Ephesians, Colossians, all those people, he always spent time that since the day ahead of your faith, I never cease to pray for you. And I pray that the eyes of your understanding will be enlightened. This is the secret behind. Because if they hear and they understand, light Eba. Nine 
What is a sum? Darkness. Boom. Doom. 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 When light comes, doom moves. It's okay. Shall we stand to pray? <laughs> Hallelujah. I don't know how you want to talk to God tonight. Katalabashakaya. Play, pray to God and say, Lord, I need enlightenment, Lord. Father, I see the critical thing that I need for my life. And I'm asking you for it. If you did it for your disciples in those days, you can do it for me. When the Bible said, you opened their understanding to the scriptures. Ha! I'm begging you tonight. Please, Lord, I just need one favor. Give me the enlightenment to the scripture. So Satan will not steal it. Apparently the word of God becomes a dormant. It becomes like a wood that the enemy will just come and pick it away from my heart if it is not understood. When the word is understood, it glues to my system. Pray to God that you will begin to have understanding. I pray, Lord, give me understanding heart. That's why Solomon prayed, Kabadabasakataya. Flood my spirit, Lord, with light. Flood my soul with illumination. I plead, O oh God, you said that your word is life. And you said that it is the spirit that quickens. Oh, quicken me, Lord, tonight and beyond. Oh, I plead for mercy. I'm asking you not for money. I'm asking you only for enlightenment, dear Father, by my spirit and my soul. Let my spirit and my soul be enlightened, O oh God. I pray, Lord, together with my brethren, may you give us this wonderful understanding. Lord, I plead for understanding. I plead for understanding. I plead for this for me and for my brethren. We don't want substitute. We don't want anything that is not going to bring us the light to understand you. Therefore, I pray that the eyes of our understanding will be enlightened in the
knowledge of your word, Lord, that illumination will come to our spirit and soul. Lord, of all, Shalemeleme Kendele Gedringele Haldiri Matomuandai, Tunekon Handa Hada Bahando Gozuatandaya, Le Tambur Kembenga Turi Indebere Seketuri Mahondo, Lifotovara Santeri Bakoboro Shakataya, in the mighty name of Jesus. I thank you for hearing our prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Please be seated for the announcement.